Who's Hound Entertainment presents Sounds on Vinyl, the show that celebrates collecting and listening to vinyl. And now, from the Grand Anarchy Studio in Sweden and the Speakeasy Studio in the United States, here are your hosts, Mike and Phil. Hey, hey, welcome to season two of the Sounds on Vinyl show. My name is Phil Boyer, and on the other side of the great giant world is my buddy Mike Svensson. Hey, Mike, how was your week? What'd you listen to? What was the big exciting things that happened? Hey, Phil. Everything is excited right now because we are having a new season. So that's that's got to count for something, right? Uh Uh-huh. Yes, but if the week has been great, a lot of music. Oh man, I got to play my first show in like what felt like forever with my band Grand Reserva. You did. Could you imagine? Yeah, we were supposed to go on tour to Germany when when this all this shit happened. So <laughs> no more shows for Grand Reserva. No bye bye. Put that one in the cage. Lock your door. See you later. <laughs> later when? Where? How? So we did a live stream uh, this past Saturday, and it was great. Oh man, to play amazing! Live again. Actually, yeah, I would use the term amazing. It was it oh. was slick. Yes, thank you, thank you. And uh, we did it together with a, a, a local band called the Onos, which is all girl band. And uh, we're going to feature them in, in an episode during the fall. So you get to know them uh, quite well, I think, to play some of the tunes too. So uh, that was really, really cool. I enjoyed watching them play live too. Yeah. So yeah, as far as records, man, do you listen to some records? I, I listen I to sure records whenever you. I can. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Because I've do. been listening to, uh, and there here's a band. I, I, we spoke about this before. You didn't actually know about them, Pride and Glory, with Sekwon. I did not. I did you not. Did not. But no. see, as I mentioned when we were chatting about this, I yeah. I am not the biggest Zach Wild fan, and and that's saying that I'm Uh-oh, not here we go. a Zach Wild fan at all. He's okay. right up there with Post Malone. I think those two should do like a record. <laughs> Here we go. You couldn't that keep that cat in the bag anymore. <laughs> hey, man, it's been, it's been a long time since I've been it's able been to. It's been a long time, man. <laughs> I can't hold it in. <laughs> <laughs> that shit is too funny. No, I mean, he, he's a talented guy. He's just not my He really flavor. is. Just not my flavor. Okay. That's all, all right. So I, I, yeah. I can't, I can't go off on him because he's just, you know, he, he is a talented guitarist. He is, but yeah, just not my thing. Okay, so you, d- you don't like the stuff he d- does with Ozzy either? Uh, you know, I really don't. Oh wow, I really don't. So you're more of a. I Randy mean, it's Rhodes okay. Guy. Oh, Randy Rhodes, yeah. I mean, that yeah. dude's a fucking legend, of course. Okay. If you don't How like Randy Rhodes, then you're you got a problem. I think. <laughs> I knew it. How about Jake E. Lee? We're oh, yeah, talking yeah, about yeah. Aussie. Yeah, 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 yeah. But not Zach. Not Zach no, so much. No, just, I don't know. There's something about his playing I just don't, I, I just don't dig. Okay. Okay, I respect that. No, I don't. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> moving on, moving on. <laughs> so, listen, man, I've been listening to, uh, this, is a, this is an oldie but a goodie, because this is a special one. Deep Purple's Burn, 
You know that album with love David Cumberland? Yes. I love that album. Yes. Yeah. In My Hands, finally. I know Ooh. it's been out like uh, a, a couple of years, but it's sold out like immediately. So, but I, I managed to get a copy of this. Is This is the remastered original master tape from the Abbey Road Studios, man. Ooh, nice. And the sound is, oh my freaking God. <laughs> I mean, the sound is, and, and that album, oh my God. With, with Glenn, Glenn and, and David at the helm. Oh man, that's yeah. just great. Gotta yeah. gotta get that one. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. And how about Saxon? Some Saxon? You like Saxon? Oh, yeah. Of course. Yeah. Again, if you don't like Saxon, then you got yourself an issue, man. You gotta go back oh. to metal school and learn about oh. the band Saxon. Oh, so so okay, getting line boys and girls, the school of rock with Phil Boyer. <laughs> all the all the crazy new podcast. Shit that, yeah, new podcast this yeah. fall. <laughs> yes, do it. And uh, sort of like uh, last but not least, um, an an album that may may or not hmm, surprise you. I don't know the police. Yeah. Uh, an album called Atlantis the Amor. Uh, and it's released, I think it was in 1977 or 78 or something like that. Uh, it's got a really punk vibe to it. So, uh, and uh, I got an, a different project. And so we're thinking about covering a song called Next to You. Mm. So if you haven't heard of that album, check it out. It's, I uh, have not. I'm not much of a police Oh. fan not that i i mean i i know some of their more poppy stuff from like the early 80s and stuff you know yeah but, yeah uh, that I'm, I not, I'm not i shouldn't say i'm not a fan i should say i'm not very well versed in them to really yeah. have an opinion one way or the other okay i will say that yeah you should check out this album though i think you will dig it some okay. of the songs though i think yeah all right so okay. it's a new season of sounds and vinyl season. It is a oh, new season. Tell me, Phil, what's going on, man? What's what are we doing? On? Well, you know, before we get into what's going on, you, everybody out there listening, you know, I want you to tell us what made your ears bleed this week. What did you listen to? What new and exciting music did you pipe through your headphones? Did you spin on that turntable of yours? What did you listen to? Let us know. Use the hashtag sounds on vinyl on instagram and on twitter so we'll see it and we can have a cool conversation and you never know man we might bring that stuff onto the the show on upcoming shows because we're going to really try to make this more of a community oriented podcast even though it's us talking to you every week you know we'd like to bring some of your uh thoughts and opinions and listens and collections and all that good stuff on yes. but this this season we're switching it up a little bit now don't worry we're still gonna make the post malone jokes and the dave mustaine jokes and all that stuff we're not going to give that up because that's that, that's just that wouldn't be good but we are going to be talking about more of the collecting and more of the listening aspect because we realized doing the show that mike has all this knowledge inside his head that is just incredible. It's stuff that like I never even thought of 
to know. And he's like, what, you mean you don't know this stuff? You don't know this? So we were going to like have some fun and talk about less more of an album oriented shows like we did last season. We're going to talk more about collecting what to look for. And we're going to tap into to Mike's brain and, and really learn some stuff about collecting and, and all oh, that good man. stuff. Oh, this is the scary part. Picking, picking in my brain. It's, it's sort of like, what the hell? Do you know what you're getting <laughs> yourself into? Oh yes. my God. Yes. Yes. But I, I got a little bit ahead of myself because we were talking about the socials here and, uh, you know, you're, you're posting still like multiple days on Twitter and on uh, Instagram. So what was going on over there on, on uh, the sounds on vinyl accounts over there? Well, it, it, it's been a, it's been an interesting couple of weeks. I, I decided to, you know, I have to reinvent myself uh, because I'm, I'm, I'm seeing that people post a lot of stuff and and they're having their community and it's it's pretty fun to watch uh all the people that do crazy stuff and 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 come up with like uh doing albums in in nature and and standing on their heads and and doing all crazy shit to just to get some attention so i thought i'll get some attention perhaps uh but I couldn't stand on my head. I would die, literally. And <laughs> I'm not a big nature and vinyl fan. Uh, nature is something that I want to endure. And the records, it's something completely different. So I, I actually made a Sounds on Vinyl challenge. Ooh. And the Sounds on Vinyl challenge is... Um, it's really, really... Um, what can I say? It's sort of like when when I I go dive into my record collection and I said to myself, okay, starting from A, going to Z, uh, can I pick my top three from my collection under each letter and really make that happen? So I thought about it and I said, hell yeah, why not? So I started at the beginning under letter A, and I'm up to sort of like T or V or something like that. Now I can't remember. And it's been really great. Sometimes it's really hard because I remember when I got up to the letter I, and could you imagine the only records I have under the letter I is Iron Maiden. So I had to post <laughs> like three Maiden albums. And it's sort of like, it blew my mind. So is this the only band or artist that I have under this letter? And it was. I only have Iron Maiden under the, the, the letter I. So it's, it's the, been a couple dude, of those. You, you're, you mean to tell me that the guy that has more vinyl than Blue Oyster Cult has Cowbell <laughs> only has Iron Maiden under the letter I. There's yes. no iron butterfly, iron savior, no, 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 no. none of the, the other irons. No. Icarus witch, no. none of those. No. Wow, man. Only Iron Maiden. Only Iron Maiden. And I couldn't even pick a, a, a last name even. So, so uh, 
I got nothing. Wow. I got nothing. Wow. That's crazy. Yeah. You know what? That's, that's all I have too. It's just Iron Maiden under I. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. I I thought I had some some Iggy, but but I I actually didn't. It, it was on CD, and it doesn't count. In my <laughs> it doesn't collection. count. It doesn't. It doesn't count. count. No, I have I have a couple of hundred CDs, but it doesn't count. I had to pick my top three from my vinyl collection. So I have a couple of 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 Iggy albums, but but it, it it's it's on CD, so it it doesn't count. You see, you see whether see what you did there with my head. Trying I to did. pick my brain, you see? You <laughs> unleash the beast right now. There's no turning back. Uh, so it's not, man. Yeah. But All I got right. some great feedback. There are there are some other people that are actually joining in. So it's 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 all in good fun. Oh, it's, that's cool. it's fun to, yeah, it's fun to watch those people uh, try to pick their three. Uh I got a, a couple of DMs. It's like, man, this is hard. Picking three. <laughs> yeah, it really is. You think this is a joke? <laughs> it's it's even harder when your collection is small, you know. Yeah. When you don't have a, because yeah. I lost a lot of my records in the various moves that I got. So man, it, it's yeah. it's tough when you don't have the big ginormous when, when collection all, like you have. We don't we when you only have like three albums, then three then albums. Yeah, just three records. That's all I got. Yeah, three records. That that's it. Yeah. That's a problem right there. Yeah, but I did so notice many different levels, huh? I, I did notice though when you got to the letter M, yes, you didn't do any Megadeth. I was kind of disappointed. Uh, 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 I thought for sure you featured some of the greats. This on? Dave hello, there, there is something <laughs> wrong with this microphone. Hello, <laughs> uh, and my headphones. There is something wrong. Hello, hello. <laughs> Would you imagine me picking, go buying a Megadeth album? I think not. We've been through this, Phil. It's sort of like is Dave Dave Mustaine is is sort of like my post Malone or your post Malone <laughs> or whatever you want to call it. It's the bee boo boo boo. I'm yeah. Dave Mustaine. I'm not in Metallica anymore. I feel sorry <laughs> for myself. I didn't make a career. Oh wait, you did. Oh bloody hell! What's going on right there? Megadeth isn't that like one? Top ten biggest metal acts in the world. Dave, know. hello, Dave, <laughs> are you still there? Well, hey, they're they're so, working on a new record, so maybe you'll like that one, yes, and you can go buy. I don't that care. Add that to next I don't year's care. challenge. I don't care. <laughs> I don't care. Oh man! Now I'm being too hard. Uh, I'm being too, too tough on Dave. Too too tough on Dave. Oh man. Uh-huh. All right. Well, so we thought it'd be fun to kick off this episode of listening and collecting with with a little bit about how we got started collecting and listening to music. And before I turn it over to Mike, we want you to share your story too, going back to the socials and the community thing. We want to know how you guys got started. What was that record, that that piece of vinyl, that round piece of vinyl? That made you want to go out and start collecting. So again, let us know. Hashtag sounds on vinyl because that would be really cool to hear your story too. Then we maybe we could tell a couple of those on the air next week. So Mike, take us back to the beginning. What was that that record that 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 piece of vinyl 
that you're like, okay, this is my game, man. This is what I'm going to do. I'm going to start collecting vinyl. Oh, that's an easy one. It's Kiss Alive. Kiss Alive. By a long shot, man. First time I ever heard it, it blew my fucking mind right off. I'll tell you. I told, told this story before when I went with my, my, my buddy. We we're sort of like, I think we're like 10 or 11 years old. And we, we get to the apartment of this older guy. And he had like posters of Kiss from top to ceiling. Even even the and even the ceiling was was covered. And 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 the, uh, he he cut out the posters with uh, 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 so you can see the power outlets. And then he ha- had a turntable, speakers, and and a guitar. And he cranked that album. Oh man, I remember it still to this day. We're sitting on on his bed and right between the speakers and then you can hear the volume the share volume of the crowd and of the music oh man i wanted more of that i was scared shitless at that point but it's sort of like it 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 thrilled me if you will so from there on i decided this is going to be me this is going to be my band this is how i'm going to start collecting I'm going into this full head on. So that's that's what I did. Now, had you owned any vinyl before that? No, no. No. No, okay. only cassette tapes. Only cassette only, tapes. Okay. All right. Yeah. So but no vinyls at all. So uh and I remember chasing around the city trying to to find uh because I didn't know where to go. So I, I asked some of the 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 older kids where do i start so so it, it took i think it was a friend of a friend who had um an older brother who wanted to get rid of a couple of vinyl records because he he didn't listen to kiss anymore he thought there were a kids band by that point so uh, he said well i can sell you these two and he, he pulls out uh, ace freely solo album from 1978 and of course the kiss alive and I couldn't believe my eyes. Oh my God, it's Kiss Alive. I didn't care about Ace, even though it was in, in Kiss, <laughs> but I took them, both of them. And I, I, I asked my, my, my mom for money, so, so I bought them. And I'm thinking that I'm sort of like around 12 years old at the time. Uh, I've heard Kiss before, but I actually didn't know that it was them. Because I saw some pictures and I I couldn't patch them all together the, the image of of the band and then the music and then all of a sudden I'm sitting there in this room watching the gatefold for for Kiss Live and it, it's all like oh man so for there from there on I I became a hardcore Kiss fan and a, and a collector of all things vinyl man so there we go that's my now- <laughs> you, you you mentioned asking your mom for money to get that that first yeah. record, right? Yes. But you've told me a story about how you how you financed your collection. Yeah, because I, so, I was getting yeah I was getting quite good at it uh, when I was like thirteen or fourteen years old. I I I got the permission to to go to the city by myself, so uh, that's what I did. I always like to to browse around record stores and and find uh, different kinds of vinyl. So I 
actually had uh this was an older guy who had um sort of like uh i w- i would call those places like a hole in the wall if you will it's sort of you don't know it's is this is a record store or this is uh you don't know you, you couldn't tell but he had a pile of records man and he was smoking and and this is sort of like i how that that room if you will uh it's sort of like i two meters i have to give you the 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 swedish measurement two meters in and then you had some sort of like uh um four room if you will and then you had the small room with all the vinyls and if if you if he didn't have the door open you couldn't see him there was that much smoke so so <laughs> when when you opened the door you could all the smoke came came bobbing and it's sort of like oh shit is this a fire what's going on <laughs> and uh, can you and you can hear hear the the, the old guy in the background <laughs> keep the door open kid keep the door open so and but we became friends actually because he 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 sat there and he had it, it turned out that that it, it was his sons uh most of his sons doing with all the vinyls he sold his own record collection and he went on to record fairs and bought and then he put his dad into this shop uh the hole in wall shop and and behind it and a counter and and a record and a turntable and there he sat from like 11 a.m till like 6 p.m or something like that smoking Mm -hmm. drinking coffee letting the kids go in and 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 check for vinyls so we we became friends and and i immediately told him i was a kiss fan oh so you like those uh kiss with the painted faces I got a couple of those records behind the counter. You want to take a look? And hell yeah, I wanted to take a look. And he didn't actually know what the hell he was selling. Because I've been to a couple of other record stores and there were steep man in prices. And he was sort of like half price. Oh. Uh, there, there were used records, I, I'll tell you that. So I bought, bought like four or five records i saved saved up all my money uh i worked um uh, as a gardener and, and i saved money for that and i and uh, i um, painted uh, someone's fence and i got some money for that and so i saved up so i, ha- I had a, a a stash of money for being like 14 15 years old so i bought a couple of records uh from him and i told him that if if you're getting more kiss al- albums uh, on vinyl, I I want them, and and say sure, kid, I'll I'll uh, I'll um, uh, so he knew my name by then, so I had uh, actually had a slot in in his in his one of his shelves that was, that said Mike's, <laughs> <laughs> so and he put all the Kiss albums in there, so and and uh, moving forward, uh, I met a couple of of friends of mine who started to get into to music buying records. And it's oh man, you got the Destroyer album by Kiss. Oh man, I would sort of like because I paid sort of like um, um, transferred into US dollars or like between two or three bucks a piece. 
Wow. And 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 that kid in front of me when he saw uh, the destroyer, about oh my man, I've seen that one, uh, uh, but it's, it was way too much money for me. It's sort of like it, uh, I had to pay six or seven bucks for it, uh, and I immediately I don't know where this came from. I told them I can get it for you for four. Oh, it's a deal, really? Oh, that's so. So I went to the guy with the record store and said, do you have Kiss Destroyer? Because he, the other kid, he, he didn't care about the pressings or, or anything like that. So, mm -hmm. uh, so, so yeah, I got another copy. It just came in the other day. So how much? Well, it's already beat up sale. Let's say 150. Yeah, sure, man. <laughs> so I sold it to this guy for like four bucks. <laughs> and so I started getting a reputation. Uh, oh, you can ask Mike. He knows about vinyl. And that progressed. So like when I was 16, 17 years old, there were people asking me uh, where they could get a hold of other artists, Maiden, Saxon, Murderhead, and so forth. And I actually went to this guy and bought him for like between two or three bucks and sold them for like between four and seven dollars wow. so yeah so and i kept all the money and i only bought kiss albums for it so there we go <laughs> and then and that's how everything started by yeah yes yeah so just yeah. use all the profit from the sales to buy all your collection yeah, and then the, it escalated because I, I went into doing records first because, well, I I got, um, hmm, how, how will I say this? I, I don't mean to put anybody down, but if you're a nerd like me, you know shit. You know pressings <laughs> and you know what shit is worth. And I will tell you a story, another story. I got to love them. Uh, there is a guy wanted to sell his entire KISS collection. Most of it was vinyl records, but there were some other goodies in there too. Uh, and he was asking for, uh, I think he was asking for like a thousand dollars. And I said, uh, and it's, I said to him, cause I was doing record first, I was buying used vinyls and I, I was selling them all around Sweden at various record fairs. So I was, this is what was my side gig. Uh, so uh, I, I told him, uh, I cannot pay you a thousand dollars for it. Um, well, do you know how, how much it's worth? Yeah, I do. Well, don't you think it's a fair price? Yeah, well, listen, man, I only buy to, to sell them at record fairs to other people. So I've got most of the records that you show me in my collection already. So what I want you to do is that I think it's best for you take pictures, put them up on eBay, try to sell them there. Uh, that will get you the most money because I, I believe that that is what you're looking for. And so he said, okay. So he took all his records and, and went away. Uh, moving forward, sort of like four or five weeks later, <clears throat> I talked to this guy and I said, I said to him, how, how, how did it work out? Well, it's, it's way too hard. 
it's way too hard. I had to take pictures of all my records and, and people were not satisfied with the pictures. I have to take pictures of the inner sleeves. I had to take pictures of the labels. I had to take pictures of the, so I, I didn't actually make any money at all because I kept them all because I, I just, I couldn't do it. I couldn't take it. So <clears throat> I was wondering still if you, if you Mike are interested in, in buying, so could, could we, um, could we uh, do a, something about it? And I said, sure. Uh, what's the best price you can offer me? So I said, 600. 600 is the best I could offer you. And so I bought his entire collection. And he was happy because he needed 600 bucks at that time because he was short on cash. So and I bought it. And I made a shitload of money, Phil. <laughs> so but it's it's all in it and i've been talking to people of this and he said oh my god you're so dishonest and and how could you do that to that poor guy and so forth but it's but well, you weren't dishonest though man you were yeah you but were it's in the eye of beho the beholder man it, 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 i i was doing this yeah. as a, as a part-time gig so so um i knew what i i knew who who was looking for these particular albums so i could sell them right away it took me like a couple of weeks and i've sold that entire collection i kept some of them because some of them were better shaped than my records but <laughs> let's let's well, not get go. into that but hey you know what we that's what you do as a business though man you yeah you you, you have to make a profit it's that's called margin i mean in in you know, we did eBay way back in the day. We were power sellers and we would actually go to garage sales and, and almost do the same thing. We'd, we'd know the value of certain things like Legos and we'd buy yeah. that shit for like next to nothing and we'd make a premium. Yeah. You know, we did that with computers, old computers that people didn't have an idea of what the value was, but we did. And, and yeah. we were able to double, triple, quadruple our, our money, our investment. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I there's there's nothing wrong with that, man. There's no, I I don't think there is, because because I never, I never did uh, a deal with with where um, where I kept it so low and it, it was hurtful. Because I I I I always said, it's better if you try. If you're looking for money, I'm not the guy who you should talk to. <laughs> Go to eBay, put it up there, try to sell it. You will get the most money out of it if you do it like that. Now, question though. Yes. Is eBay still a good outlet to sell and make money? Or is that run its course? I think eBay has run its course. Uh, there okay. is some, some smaller platforms, uh, but there's a huge followers on Facebook with different groups selling all, all kinds of, for a niche, I'm, I'm in a group uh, called uh, Got Love for Sale. Uh, which is uh, from a Kiss song, of course, and it, it, we're, we're trading and selling uh, Kiss albums. I know that our maiden has uh, uh, one Saxon, I think the Beatles, the Rolling Stones, and so forth. Uh, but then you have a general like vinyl uh, buy and sell vinyl. So so it's it's moved on to the marketplace of of uh, of um, Facebook. Um, okay. That's in the last like last couple of the sales that I did, I've 
done it on Facebook because it's 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 much easier and you can have direct contact with people. You go on Messenger and then you could send private pictures and it's it's way way much easier and, and then you, you could have a good conversation and, and then you can people they earn your trust and 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 vice versa and and so forth so it's 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 all in good fun so ebay has run its course it's sort of like people that are looking for i wouldn't say rip people off but but trying looking for a good buy yes yes yeah yeah so it's a good place to buy from people that don't necessarily know what they have and you can get a good deal yes but it's not a good place to sell no Okay. That's okay. Yeah, yeah we're yeah. we're gonna have to get in. We'll we'll do a whole show on buying and selling and yeah, how to how to build up your collection and all yeah. that, which I'm interested in. Yeah, of course. Because I'll get to that part of to my story here in a minute. But yeah, that that, that would be a really good show. Yeah, because because you 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 have all that man. That, that's all. You you have some of the best ways to buy and, <laughs> and sell. So that that's gonna be that's gonna be a fun episode. Yeah. Trade uh, secrets. <laughs> well, my story isn't quite as interesting and, and fun as Mike's, but for me, um, I've always been into music. I, I never had the talent to play music. I'm not a singer. Nobody ever wants to hear me sing. Not even happy birthday. Those, those, they, <laughs> they turn that shit off when I start singing happy birthday. But music was always like, like I was like three and four years old. I had the radio on while I was playing matchbox cars and Legos and shit. I had WOS radio FM in Chicago. Those of you in Chicago can remember how awesome WLS used to be. And maybe they still are. I don't know. But um, always had the, the, the radio on and always had it cranked. My mom and my grandma would always just be like, God, did you turn that down? And I'm like, no, it's... Of course I can't. It's rock and roll. I can't turn that down. <laughs> but uh, as I got older, you know, I started collecting the music. I started getting records. And um, some of my first records were, and don't judge me on this, I was young. It was Journey. It was Queen. It was Foreigner. Foreigner 4, man. I love that freaking record, man. All right. Uh, and Queen's the game. Still, that's one of my mm -hmm. favorite records is the game by Queen. I know you're not a, a big Queen fan, Mike. No, I'm, I'm biting my upper lip right now. Yeah, yeah. Mm. But, uh, and, you know, I, I got roped into getting some of those KTEL compilation records, you know, that was mostly disco. Yes, I had a disco phase. I'll admit it right here. Went through oh, a disco phase oh, in my, my, my early, early teens. Oh, my you know, God. 12, 13, I went into the, the disco stuff. It's but, like I don't even know you anymore, Phil. I know, man. I know. Here I am admitting <laughs> disco and going yes. off on Post Malone in the same episode, man. I tell you, it's it's embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> but I got to tell you, man, it was fucking Iron Maiden that really got me into the whole vinyl thing. I mean, we've talked about this before, but the artwork on those album covers you just, yeah. you had to get the large version and then, yes. you know, it was just, it was so epic. And oh, man, I from you. then on, I really started getting into the, the whole vinyl. Now, the, the thing that was stupid is, and we're going to get into this because 
you know, I had no idea about collecting. I just went and bought. I just went and bought. I had no idea about different pressings and like having a good stereo. You know, I thought you had like, you know, when when I got about 17, I bought this, you know, thousand dollar stereo system with the amp and the turntable. And I thought that was good. I thought I was doing a good job. But after talking to Mike, I realized I was a fucking idiot and I wasn't doing anything right where that was concerned. <laughs> so, so it's going to be fun to, to get into that. But yeah, the, the unfortunate thing for me is I moved around a lot. And when we moved from California to Idaho, well, actually, when we moved from Illinois to California, I lost a lot of my collection. And then from California to Idaho, I lost even more. And so I'm left with just basically a handful. So I, it's my, my collection is, is embarrassing. And, and I don't want to really start building it up at this point because I plan on moving and getting the hell out of the United States. So I don't want to have to like reinvest all that money. Cause I want to like take all of Mike's advice and really get some good stuff and really build up a high quality collection. And, and that's really kind of what we're going to be getting into this season is really talking about how to build up a good quality collection and, and, and how to get the really good equipment to listen to these records on and, and really have a good experience with this thing. And, and that's what I'm most excited about because th this is just going to be awesome. So if you're in the same boat as me where you've lost your collection or, you know, you just have, you know, a, a half the, the collection you used to have, and that wasn't even that good. <laughs> anyway with the pressings <laughs> but uh you're you're gonna love this season because it, it's gonna be so much fun so much fun i can't wait me neither all right so we have another surprise for you guys okay not only are we going to be talking about collecting and listening and how to do that the right way so you maximize your experience but we're also going to be playing some freaking music and it's probably music that you've never, ever heard before, because we're going to be featuring some really kick-ass independent bands on the show. Yes. And I'm going to turn it over to Mike, because he's got the first one that we're going to play. Yes. This is a band that is out of Malmo, Sweden, where I'm located. They're friends of mine, and they're called Liar Thief Bandit. And... I would describe their music as a, as a sort of like a kick-ass rock and roll band, man. Uh, their sound is a mix of like Kiss, Thin Lizzy, Iggy and the Studios, with sort of like a touch of the M MC5s. So it's, it, they got the songs together and, and, and they got the sound, man. Oh, it, it's, it's phenomenal. It, uh, the band started in late uh, 2014. Uh, with uh, recording of a, a three-track demo. And they released their debut album called Gun Shovel Alibi in 2016. And the second one called Straight Ahead in 2018. And right as of right now, they're uh, just finishing up their uh, third full-length album and it's getting mixed and mastered uh, as we speak. And it's is somewhere they're looking at somewhere around early 2021 i think next year mm, okay. that is so 
uh, and they're busy bees. They're uh, much younger than me, so they, <laughs> as of since like 2014, they play like 130 gigs and done oh, wow. eight European tours. Wow, overachievers! Yeah. Yes, so there we go. And it's if there you, you haven't checked them out, uh, you should really do go on Spotify, buy their uh, albums, and and because uh, they're a really great band. And tonight we're gonna feature one of my favorite songs from the album Straight Ahead from 2018. This is Heal My Wounds.
man, that was awesome. That that's a really cool tune. Yeah. That, that was a good choice. Yeah, man. it that, really that was is. awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's one of my favorites, so I had to play it. There you go. All right. Well, that's going to do it for us for this first episode of season two for the Sounds on Vinyl show. You guys stay safe out there. Don't take any unnecessary chances. Wear a mask. Do all the good stuff. Stay, you know, distant from each other. Do the online thing. You know, there's all kinds of stuff you can do online. So make that happen, man. Stay safe because we need all the listeners we can get, man. Yeah, seriously. Stay safe, everyone. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. No, seriously. That, 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 that thing is nasty out there, man. So keep safe, hit us up on Instagram and on Twitter. Like I said, the hashtag sounds on vinyl, let us know what you guys are up to, what you're listening to all that fun stuff. And until next week, later, later. If your ears aren't bleeding by now, you didn't listen to sounds on vinyl the right way. So go back and listen again. Sounds on vinyls hosted by Mike Svensson and Phil Boyer and produced by Boozehound Entertainment. Go to soundsonvinyl.com to support the show, to dive deeper into listening and collecting vinyl. Don't forget to subscribe where you listen so you never miss an episode. Thanks for listening and for all your motherfucking support.